If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated, a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 20 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Peter Padilla here, enjoying conversation with real estate professionals. Almost every day I'm talking to somebody about something that's happening in the world of real estate. Uh, It's not only the actual purchase and sale of property, it's about running a business in the world of real estate. If you are a mortgage lender, you're in the world of real estate. You are in the title or escrow business, you're in real estate. How about an inspector or a roofer or a handyman? You're in real estate. It seems like almost everything we do every day ties into the world of real estate. And in order to get real estate transactions done, it takes one very important thing. Cooperative people. Our guest today is the queen of horsepower, Shari Pheasant from Horsepower Strategy. I am here and ready to ride, Peter. Natakwa. Natakwa News, the original, entertaining, informative, and historic publication. Natakwa News is a community newspaper with good news, history, travel, and fun. Natakwa News is delivered to the north slopes of the Sierra Nevada throughout Nevada and California. It's a delightful experience of yesteryear. The articles are outstanding, and the illustrations bring the stories to life. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Save the date. Nevada State Beekeepers Conference is coming Feb 23 through 25th in Yarrington, Nevada. Learn from the experts with our outstanding lineup of speakers. Attend the workshops to learn everything you'll need to get started as a new beekeeper. February 23rd through 25th, Yarrington, Nevada. For beginners and advanced beekeepers, register at NevadaStateBeekeepers.org. The 2023 Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, February 23rd through 25th in Yarrington, Nevada, the hub of Lyon County. The most productive hour of your week. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio, late October. It's getting chilly outside, but uh, a lot of fun to see the kids, the Halloween decorations, thinking about candy, cookies, all sorts of things. You know, you want to give a kid a great gift this year, but you'd rather stay away from that high fructose corn syrup. Think about giving them this, an entry to the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. You talk about sweet. Honey is one of the sweetest natural foods in the world, and above all, it's healthy, an actual sweet that's healthy for you. Honey. Learn about honey. Learn about becoming a beekeeper. All the fun stuff. It's a great gift for a young person. Older, all of the ages. Visit the website, NevadaStateBeekeepers.org and tell them Peter sent you. I'll be at the conference too. With me in the studio today, Shari Pheasant, the queen of horsepower. Horsepower Strategies. Shari, welcome to the program. Thank you, Peter. It's always fun to be here. 
and I'm glad that you're here because you know what you're doing. You're keeping me on track. <laughs> and I, I'm hoping a lot of our listeners are on track, too, because you talk about some really important things in your world. You know, it takes a team to make things happen in the world of real estate. And there are so many important people in the transaction. If there's one hiccup, one, um, one link, right, can break the whole process and kill a deal. And Sharif Ezzan, I've seen it happen. One bad appraiser, one bad inspector, one bad attitude from anybody that's talking to our real estate clients, and they might just cancel the deal or go somewhere else. It, there's so many things that can happen when you don't communicate properly to your team, and that includes the clients, the buyers and the sellers. So talk to me a little bit about challenges that maybe other kinds of industries, other businesses are having, if they're having challenges with teams. Well, we all know about the great resignation and the quiet quitting, right? And so it's now about the struggle to address those things. And, and that's in real estate and much more. However, I really see it as something that's poignant in real estate because when you're a realtor, you are in the business of you, right? This is about you. You're the one that has to differentiate um, yourself to the client and differentiate your team with the client. So that's about how you serve, that's about it being seamless, that's about beating deadlines, not just making deadlines. And look, we're in a balanced, almost sort of leaning towards a buyer's market. We know that homes are not getting their full value, um, right, from the buyers, the sellers are not getting everything they want, and they're making concessions because of the interest rate. So we've gotta be really careful that we stay in an abundant mindset. Now, I've been an advisor for the Northern Nevada Women Council of Realtors, and I have many friends that are realtors here as well. So I know dozens, dozens of realtors. And what I know that they've shared with me personally is, it's not easy to run a business. They know how to sell a house, but they, and they also have to run a business. And that is about financial stability. And so what happens is, is when the market is great, we're selling tons of homes and we're making great money and we spend the money we make. We don't necessarily prepare for times like this when it's a little harder. So in those great times, right, we can do whatever we want. In these lean times, it's hard to do what we want, need, and desire. So training goes out the window, filling yourself up goes out the window, and we start to get into a scarcity mindset. So I'm excited I'll be doing a class on December 8th at the uh, Reno Sparks Association of Realtors, and it is all about goal setting, it's all about sales strategy, and it's all about the money, honey. Oh yeah, I learned in my long career of different uh, job types that I had, most of them in sales, Shari, that you really have to be focused, especially when things are tougher, when things are challenged. That's really when you've got to turn up your A game because it takes an A game to be successful when things are a challenge. I mean, you've heard of many people, they get into a certain kind of business or a category or field because there's so much money, there's not enough people that are taking anybody, right? It happens throughout history, different, different categories of work. Right now, we're not there. No one's really looking for just ma the masses. They're looking for people that have skills, attitude, aptitude. The connection. And the connections. And it, it takes, it's almost, you're almost looking for a perfect package. And everybody's package that they're looking for is a little bit different. Hmm. The, the employees. I'm not kind sure of about the, the perfect thing. package. I think we've come through enough, Peter, that we're not really looking for perfect, but we're looking for that specific connection. Once that, it's, and it's energetic, right? Once that connection is there, that trust is established, mm -hmm. now I'm going to be okay with a little delay when you're honest and open about it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be okay with a hiccup in things because, right, the last couple years have taught us nothing's perfect. 
And so we're okay with that. However, we still have to stand up and stand out as an individual and as a professional, um, knowing our job, knowing how to connect, and mostly knowing how to serve. Find out what they need and filling those needs for them. Shari Pheasant from Horsepower Strategies is our guest today. We're talking about the world of real estate, not just buying and selling real estate. We're going to talk about prices and all the stats from the Association of Realtors later, but real estate is about the business of real estate too. Many of our listeners are in the world of real estate, so it's not just buyers and sellers that tune in to get guidance and advice. People in the world of real estate, well, you know, you've got to be successful. It's just a matter of fact. If you're in the world of real estate, you're in there for one reason, to be successful. And what does it take to be successful in real estate? Transactions. And what does it take to do transactions? I think you've got to be a great people person. Absolutely you do. It is all about the people. And in a time of scarcity, it's really important to shift into your abundance mindset. You show up differently. Mm -hmm. Think about it. You're rushing, you're late, you're rushing yeah. the door, you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. or you're rushing, you're late, you stop, and you walk in the door as if you were on time. There's just different ways to do things, and it requires a mindset of abundance mm -hmm. for people to understand. And it requires an interest in themselves, yeah. more so than just what you think you are. Let's really get into scientific technology, predictive technology. That's what I use that makes me different than most. Um, and, and, and again, how I use it uh, again, uh, makes me different than most as well, right? So that I yeah. use it and how I use it yeah. uh, makes it different. And so I don't want to spend time for six months or a year grabbing your money and my time to, on the wrong path. Right. I want to be on the right path. So I want to know what your time wasters are. I want to know how to motivate you, how to manage you. What, what is your ideal environment? And are you in that? What is your value to the organization? What is your communication style? And why, why, for heaven's sake, do you do what you do? I want to understand that. Uh, Shari, I, I love hearing what you're talking about. The reason I've been doing what I do is because I learned so much from listening to others and talking with other people and sharing conversation, ideas, and attitudes toward being a positive person. I love what you say about the world of abundance because I think to myself, well, if you think about the world from a point of abundance, what does that also give you? And I believe, Shari, it gives you confidence. When you have abundance in your life, you're ready to roll. You've got everything you need, right? Every arrow is in your quiver. Every sales technique that you've ever learned, it's in your brain. If you're in the sales world, if you're in the appraisal world, real estate world, whatever it is, your experience and knowledge, the confidence that comes from abundance. I was just thinking today, Shari, how great I feel. Recently, I had to do a physical for some big challenge that I've got coming up on the physical world of my life. And, you know, I just wasn't sure how well I was going to come out on this physical. And Shari, they came out yesterday and they told me I was in 100% good shape. Woo -woo. And they checked me inside and out, oh. upwards and down, <laughs> backwards, forwards. I've never had so many physical tests and examinations in my life. And I am so grateful. This morning I woke up, I felt like a million bucks. Nice. Because I'm feeling good. Mindset. And my report says I'm feeling good. That's why you felt good. You yeah. got those reports. Your mind shifted it from worry, like mm -hmm. I don't know what it's going to turn out like it's yep. going to be this, to I am great, and you feel good. I have abundance in my life, Shari. I have great health. I have a great relationship with my loving family and the clients and the prospects that I work with. I love everybody. I feel really good, and I think that that's what keeps me going every day. A thought of abundance delivers a thought of confidence. 
talking about behavior or attitude, which yeah. right, which influences which. Right. Yes. So I'm absolutely. thinking my bad behavior or my bad attitude. What is it that starts first? Sure. Let me just think here. Think, think. You know what? We. I remember what you said. I thought that if you changed your bad attitude, that you'd get great behavior. But the reality is, bad attitude starts from something, right? It comes from something. And I remember you told me, it comes from behavior. Mm -hmm. So behavior is the key. So you, I, I, I've since then had to Changes force- your attitude. I've had to force my behavior. You know, every Friday evening, for months and months and months, when my wife would get home, she'd give me a snarl. You On know why she'd Friday? give me a, you know what, Friday night, you know why? No. I didn't take the trash out. Oh. I forgot to take the trash out again. But you know what, I really buckled down about six months ago, and I made myself a note, wrote it on my hand, put it everywhere. Fridays, I take out the trash before my wife comes home. <laughs> and now, my behavior has really impacted my attitude because when she and comes hers. home- Well, yeah, because <laughs> when she comes home on Friday with a good attitude, guess what I have? A great weekend. And a great <laughs> attitude. Shari Pheasant from Horsepower Strategies is my guest. Shari, I love your attitude, and I love visiting with you about business. We're going to talk more with Shari Pheasant and look at the stats from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors after this message. A gratifying career as a CSA Head Start teacher or early Head Start teacher is your chance of a lifetime. My name is Eileen O'Malley. I've been working with Head Start for about a year now. I love my job. I love my career. I love this company. Not only do I get to make a uh, good impression with children, I also get to be involved in my community. I prefer working at CSA for multiple reasons. Um, I have more support, I have more room for growth, and we have smaller class sizes. Visit csareno.org. Your Nevada Real Estate Questions with answers from Peter Padilla. You're tuned in to 93.7 FM right here in Northern Nevada. We're talking about real estate and the world of real estate investment here on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Lately, the biggest problem in the U.S. housing market is really that, building houses. You see, it's harder to build when you aren't so sure if the buyers are going to come. Well, it seems like there's so many buyers, right? Why would they not come? Well, you remember the slowdown that we had of real estate in the early 2000s or maybe in the late 80s, early 90s? Builders got in big trouble. A lot of them went bankrupt. And the reason is because as the economy changes, so does the demand for houses and the ability for people to buy houses. And right now, it's looked like the demand on buyers is obviously not nearly what it used to be. There just aren't that many buyers anymore because of high interest rates. So what does that mean for you? Ladies and gentlemen, I think this is the perfect time to start planning to buy real estate. No, not, not buy today, not probably next week or even next month. But I see a time coming when there's going to be tremendous opportunity to purchase real estate here in America if you're looking at the right markets and you're looking at the timing of the market. You're going to find at some point in the not-too-distant future that the market is going to be exceptionally attractive. You want to be able to take advantage. A lot of people saw that attractive advantage they could take in 2012 when median home prices in northern Nevada were $150,000. That's about $400,000 more than it is today in just 10 years. But back in 2012, a lot of people were not pulling the trigger. And the reason is they weren't ready. They didn't have their credit in order. They were in debt up to their ears. They had zero cash in their savings account. They were ad hoc to so many people, they could not make 
the deal happened. And if they would have been ready, think about the advantage they would have in today's market when home prices are so high. Well, I think we're going to get another chance because we seem to get another chance about every 10 years. And it has been about 10, right now about 11, since the last great opportunity to buy a home in northern Nevada. So it may not be today when home prices are at the medium of 535000 but it might be in November or December, January, February. Pretty good months to be looking for homes because there's not a lot of demand. By March, April, you could see some dramatic opportunities to purchase a home, not just in northern Nevada, but all across the country. And I say this not because I have somebody talking into my ear about what's going to happen. I say this because I've been on this planet for a long, long time, and I've seen a lot of real estate deals go up and down and up and down, and I've been hit, and I've had some opportunity, taken some opportunity, missed a ton of opportunity. I want you to be in a great position. If you have questions about buying real estate, getting ready to purchase real estate, getting ready to get a mortgage so that you can get a great deal on real estate when that opportunity comes up, right now is the time to be thinking about it and making your plans. If you want some guidance, some help to get going, give me a call anytime after the show. 775-786-5515. Ask for Peter at Nevada Real Estate Radio. With me in the studio today, Shari Pheasant the queen of horsepower from Horse Power Strategies. Shari, hope you're doing well today. I am doing fantastic, and I love what you're talking about, Peter. Um, I think it really is important. And you're talking about investment in themselves, right? They need to invest in getting their credit in line and making sure they have all their ducks in a row, the same as when they invest in themselves to be their best person showing up every day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When you uh, work on investing for yourself, you, know, you may be looking to buy a primary residence, but you might already own a primary residence and you want to buy a rental property that you can turn into some cash flow. Same thing. You're investing in yourself. If you do a great job in taking care of yourself, Shari, just think about what a great job you can do in taking care of others. Absolutely. You have to come first. That's important. When I'm on an airplane and they talk about that mask that comes ah, down from yes. the top, what do they say? Put it on yourself, yourself first. first. Even if you're with a little child. Yes. <laughs> Put it on yourself first so that you can take care of your child or any other people that need assistance. So we owe it to the people we love, to our families, to our friends. We owe it to all of them for us to be successful, well, for think, us to be really good at what we do. Think about this, we find this great deal, we see the triplex or a little uh, a condo that we want to invest in and we don't have our ducks in a row. Mm -hmm. We're probably not gonna get it. If we take the time to invest in ourselves and get our ducks in a row and be prepared, and look, there's realtors everywhere. Find somebody you know, everybody knows a realtor and ask them, what are the things I need to do to be prepared? That way, when you find that house, you can call that realtor up right away and say, I'm ready, and this is, my, this is the, the property that I'm looking for. And woof, you've got your first property. That's right, but you know, I know the realtor is going to let you know if you're talking to that person about buying a home. They're going to let you know that you have to be truly ready to move mm -hmm. forward. You have to have your ducks in a row. You have to have your, the three C's of the mortgage world, cash, credit, and capacity. So your cash, you have to have adequate money to put down, closing costs, et cetera. Credit, credit. you have to have uh, adequate credit score and a limited amount of credit obligations. If you mm -hmm. owe a That's ton of money, ratio. you got a million dollar car, you're probably not going to get a $500,000 house. So your credit says a lot about your world, what you have, what you owe, 
and a lot of your history on how you've had business relationships with other people. Then the final thing is the capacity. And what does it really mean? Yeah. It's actually cash. It's actually the money you earn, your ability to repay the loan. A job, mm -hmm. maybe you have income coming from a retirement account or another investment. As long as it's regular income coming in every month, that's part of your capacity, your ability to make your payments. If you're buying rental property, part of that capacity is going to be from the amount of rent you get from the investment property that you're purchasing. So you have to have all three of those C's in a row. Some people think it's like buying a diamond. Carrot, mm -hmm. cut. <laughs> Clarity. Uh, Clarity. I knew that right, one. The three C's, <laughs> right? Well, you know, by getting a mortgage, getting a home, it's kind of like getting a diamond, right? Mm -hmm. You have to have, again, all three of those C's in order. This is Nevada Real Estate Radio. We are in our 17th year of weekly broadcasts helping people make great decisions when it comes time to buy or sell real estate. Sure, I remember when people were talking about, boy, this is a seller's market. It's been a seller's market, it seems like, for five years. <laughs> Recently, I've heard people saying that it's a buyer's market. Some of the real estate pros are telling me that because you are right about what you said earlier. When people make an offer on a house nowadays, they don't need to offer even more than the seller is asking because there are not nearly as many buyers on the street. Reason? High interest rates, right? This inflation is killing everybody, and the high interest rates is putting a lot of people on the sideline. Sellers know this. If somebody needs to sell their property, they know now that the buyers are having a challenge, and there aren't as many buyers because as not as many buyers can get the same amount of loan as they could a year ago because the interest rates have gotten so high. Uh, basically, it's about $1,000 more a month on a $400,000 home this year than it was last year. That makes it really tough. So I'm always encouraging people to be creative on how they come up with their reserves, their cash, their credit, their capacity, so that they can navigate through these murky waters of real estate prices and mortgage rates. Shari, the median home price in northern Nevada on the last report from the Association of Realtors is $535,000. That's for a typical three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage, already built, not new construction, here in northern Nevada, Reno or Sparks, $535,000. When you really think about that number, Shari, that's a pretty big number, isn't it? It is. It's not as big as it was a few months back, though. Yeah, but still, you're talking over half a million dollars. Mm-hmm. It's huge. And that makes it very expensive, really, to live in northern Nevada. Um, across the country, the median home price is about $200,000 less in the neighborhood of $385,000. Fernley, Nevada offers a great value by comparison. It used to be, not long ago, I was able to say that the difference was about $200,000 between Reno Sparks and Fernley for a median, per, uh, median price home. Actually, my sister and brother-in-law just moved out to Fernley. They moved here from Colorado, mm -hmm. and they moved out to Fernley, and they got this same house they would have gotten here, you're absolutely right, for $200,000 less, about a little less than a year ago. Yeah. Yeah, however, I did want to point this out. In the recent report, where we saw the median home price drop by $80,000 over the course of the last five months, Reno is now at 535, not 565 as it peaked in May, Fernley is still holding. Ooh. And it is now about $150,000 less than Reno Sparks. Now, one interesting thing that I have found, Shari Fezzet, is that Northern Nevada seems to trail what happens in the national real estate economy. 
I remember when they were during the downturn. It took a long time for Reno to really get into a severe, serious downturn uh, when most of the country was already there. This was back in 2010 and 2011. And then as the market started to come up across the country, we bottomed out here about 12 months later. And I have a feeling that it's still happening the same way. That's why I'm talking about people uh, waiting for a month or two or three or four to see some of the best buying opportunities in northern Nevada because the struggles that are happening all across the country, they're bound to get here. And it's going to take about that long. Wow, so we need to start getting a hold of our realtor, make sure we have our stuff in line, and just start looking. Yeah. Um, have your realtor send you some things to just take a look at so you can really start defining what it is you want and when you're going to right, pull that trigger and make it happen. Yeah, so let's say that you're pre-approved or you can get pre-approved to mm -hmm. get a mortgage to purchase a home at $475,000, right? Well, that's way low from the median home price in northern Nevada six months ago. But right now, it's not that far away. It's $60,000 away. If the median home price drops $60,000, you're now down at $475,000. And that is going to be your time to say, now I can pull the trigger. If everything else, of course, is, is in order. But the fact is, some people might say, well, Peter, what makes you think it's going to go down by $75,000 or $80,000 in four or five months? Well, for one thing, it did go down that much from five months ago. Mm -hmm. So if it continues on this pace, you want to be ready to jump in and take advantage. Not one day just realize, oh, median home prices are now at 475. I better fix my credit. I better start saving some money. It's too late. Exactly. Now is the time to get ready so that when it's t the point is right there to take action, you will be absolutely ready. Want to learn more? Give me a call after the show or visit our website, Sage. INTL.com. Talk to me, talk to my associate Sherry Hill. Let us know that you want to get in line to purchase a home, primary residence, investment property, doesn't matter. Just let us know and we'll help point you in the right directions. We'll be back with more on the Northern Nevada stats and with Shari Pheasant from Horsepower Strategies after this. If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated, a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 20 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the wealth protection diva today. Call Sage International. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio, getting ready for Halloween, trick-or-treaters, <laughs> all the stuff, the little ghouls, little goblins, it's going to be nice. Watch out for your candy. Watch out for your candy. Gotta Don't let your kids eye. eat any candy unless you've taken a look at it. Oh, of course, yes. Got to inspect that candy. I like to just take little kids, if I'm taking them out trick-or-treating, Charlie, I take them to places that I know the people and the people know me. It doesn't have to be a hundred different stops. Just a few stops makes it fun. And uh, anyway, enjoy Halloween. Trick or treat. Peter Padilla here with Shari Pheasant from Horsepower Strategies. Shari, we're looking at the stats, everything going on across the country here in northern Nevada too. In the world of real estate, as we talked earlier in the program, even if you're a buyer or seller, there really is a team involved in your transaction. Typically a seller has the real estate professional, 
a buyer has the mortgage professional and the real estate professional, but it goes way beyond those two individuals. And as I mentioned, uh, I've seen some deals fall apart because some of the parties in the team can't get along well. They got a bad attitude. They woke up on the wrong, wrong side of the bed. Uh, maybe they don't have a, uh, an abundance. I don't think that's all ab above the water either, right? There's some what we like to call passive aggressive behaviors. Oh, I didn't quite get that done or I'm waiting for that and you miss a deadline. And deadlines are so important in real estate. Mm -hmm. um, funny, so story, Peter, I was presenting to a group and we were talking about teams and who believes they have a team and who they don't. And there were some realtors in the room. And um, when I said, who believes they don't really work with a team? I had a couple of the realtors raise their hands. And I said, if you don't mind, can we play for a little bit? And they said, sure. I said, great. So when you sell a house, um, do you fill out the paperwork? No. Mm. Do you do the inspections? No, right? Do you do this? Do you do that? No. And I said, who does that? Well, we have an inspector. We have a title assistant. We have um, an escrow officer. We have, I have to answer to my broker mm -hmm. before I do something. And I said, so in essence, really, isn't that your team? These are people that are around you that with coordinated effort and support, you can get things done successfully or without coordination and lack of support, things can really go sideways. Mm -hmm. And they said, oh my gosh, you just taught me a lesson. I really am a part of a team. Mm -hmm. And I think they already knew that, but we just don't think deep enough about how important relationships are. And, and I said, you know, it's not as easy as no like and trust anymore. No like and trust has gone right out the window. It used to be said, right? right? They need to know like and trust us to do business with us. Right. I don't believe in that. I believe there's more of an ABC that's required in relationships and connections in order to connect today. Tell me about the ABCs, Shari Pheasant. No like and trust, I understand, but what are the ABCs that people should think about? Well, these are Shari's ABCs, and I study the market. I've studied people. I'm a five sciences, a self-behavior analyst. Mm -hmm. And so what I know to be true today is people need to be able to advocate for us, believe in us, and care about us before they think about doing business with us. And in order to advocate for us, they have to understand our mission and be aligned with that. In order to believe in us, we have to have shown them that we really can follow through with what we say we're going to. And to care about us, they have to get to know us. Mm -hmm. And so we have to know how to show up as our authentic, what I like to say, naked self every day so people can get to know the real us. Yeah, I talk to a lot of people on uh, video, on the radio show, Shari. And one of the things that I always look for is something called character. Mm. Because if a person has great character, whether they're on audio only or video, they will look and sound great because they're so authentic, as you say. And they have their own natural style. They're not trying to imitate somebody else. They are who they are, character. And I love people with good character and with a strong character, people that project well, that talk well, that have that confidence that you can only get when you have that world of abundance in your life that we've talked about. Mm -hmm. It's almost like you're a super person. I think it's because you're, you have a comfort level. You're not working to be, you are. Mm -hmm. And there's a difference in that. When we go to work and, and we spend our day like a pinball, in a pinball machine, bouncing from little hole to bumper to bumper, um, thinking we're making things happen, it absolutely wears us out. Mm -hmm. When we are our true authentic selves and we can say, no, I don't want to do that. Yes, I'm better at that. I need someone to help me with that. Here's my lane. 
and here's what I do well. Mm -hmm. It just creates a different dynamic and flow in your life. Yeah, you know, having a bad attitude or you know, having, the, having just a negative attitude, it's a lot of work because you constantly have to repair it. You have to fix things. My mother told me when I was a little boy, she said, if you lie when you're talking about something, it's going to be a lot of work because now you're going to yep. have to cover the lie and then remember you, the lie remember <laughs> and then you have to cover what you covered and before long you're living in a world that's not real it's not mm -hmm. it's a lie and by lie i mean it's not relevant to where you really are well you know the same thing is about your attitude and how you show up and how you communicate if you can be your own natural self it's going to be a lot less work and you're probably going to be a lot more successful because that today shari is what people want they want an authentic person to interact with Remember the day of the five-star review? Yeah. We were all years ago aiming for five-star reviews, mm -hmm. right? Now, nobody aims for a five-star review anymore. Why? Because nobody believes them. They want to see. When I go and I look up a review, I'm not just reading the positive ones. I'm actually looking for the one or two star. Why? Because I want to know when a problem comes up, how will they react then, mm -hmm. right? That's the real test. Mm -hmm. When there's adversity, when something goes sideways, what can I depend on from this company, restaurant, person, et cetera? Mm -hmm. And that's the true test of character, right, is doing that. So we don't look for that anymore. And, you know, the workforce today, the millennials, the Gen X, the Zoomers that we're now calling them, they are looking for vulnerability and transparency in leaders. And I think leaders are still stuck in, I am it all, I'm doing it all, and they deny where they make mistakes. And I think that's a shift we need to change. And that requires a shift by both leaders and the team. If anybody's looking for a great leader, I'm here for you. I make so many mistakes. <laughs> I've had yes. so many problems. I've had so many obstacles in my life. Uh, yeah, I've been So you've learned a lot. Well, Because right? we learn more from our mistakes. Here's another thing. I, I mean, my brain is just a crazy place. I love it. Is if we learn more from our mistakes than we do from our success, why then? Do we not value mistakes more? Why then do we not accept them more? Why do we not embrace them more um, and support people through that, right? Uh, a teams, when I work with them, they spend so much time figuring out who's wrong and how to hold them accountable. When really the shift is easy. When they get it wrong, how can I support them? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, so-and-so forgot. May I help them? Mm -hmm. And then asking for the help in return. It's just shifting the conversation to a different dichotomy. Uh, many years ago when I was interviewing people who work in my world of television, uh, I was trained to ask two very important questions. Can you tell me what one of your most successful things that you've ever accomplished in your life that you're really proud of? Tell me about that. And after they would tell me that, then I would ask them the next question. I would say, can you tell me about one of your greatest disappointments in your life? One of the things that you really just gave your heart to, but it didn't work out. A failure, if you will. Mm -hmm. Tell me about that. You'd be surprised, Shari Pheasant, how many people would not answer the failure part. They, they just couldn't. Really? They could not come up with anything. and They, they erased it. I didn't do it. It didn't happen. I'm perfect. Oh. Or, or they just were so, they just felt negative about it enough to the point they didn't want to talk about it. That they blocked it. it. Mm -hmm. uh, or oh, maybe. Didn't, didn't want to talk about whatever it. The okay. Whatever the reasons, right? Whatever the reasons, I was always a little bit apprehensive about somebody who did not have any failures in their past because you're right. One of the things that I always look for is how has a person been able to overcome an obstacle, a failure, a setback? Because that is really the, 
exemplification of a true champion, I believe, somebody who can fall down and get back up mm -hmm. and make it happen and use that experience to make them even better down the road. That's how I learn every day. I, I mean, I can take you into a ton of my failures and mistakes for sure, and I remember them because that's how I learn from them, right? And so it's really important to understand, and I believe I'm in this place today. I took my first manager role at 18, and I was fired from that role. And um, I continued in management and went into fast food and restaurants and retail, right, and then into businesses and became an entrepreneur and never looked back. And so I, I know that I'm where I'm at today because of where I've been. So I think we should embrace every moment, mistakes, successes, and all of the sideways. You're right. We learn more from the challenges, the errors, the mistakes that we see and are involved with in this world than with our successes. And I know in my mind, too, Shari, it's the same way. I remember so many challenges and things that I didn't accomplish that I wanted to accomplish from way back when I was a little boy all the way to current. And all these successes, they're just there, but don't really think about them much. Just think about those other things. And I need to get those negative thoughts out of my mind so that I can have more of a mindset of confidence. I can tell you that one of my biggest, what I thought was a failure, has really become my launching pad to success. And that was about a dozen years ago when I was mm. in a national partnership and helped a gentleman who had closed his business down three times, his company, million dollar business, mm -hmm. um, and was in debt half a million dollars. And I didn't know all that when I jumped on. I probably wouldn't have jumped on with him had I known all that. So good thing he maybe didn't tell me. And then I came on board and helped him create a national training center and really grow his business sustainable. He is, continues to be successful today with the team. Our partnership did not work out so well. Uh, my family said when I went with him, you know, that's not gonna work for long, mom. We know that those two personalities, because of who he was mm. and who I was, our integrity levels were very different. And it did go sideways right before he would have been required to give me a piece of the company and long-term, right, passive mm -hmm. income. Um, and the, in fact, the day before. Oh. You think he planned it. I'm oh telling you he God. did. And it's okay because here's what I learned from that. I gained great relationships and great contacts and great experience through that. So I knew I could find the positive out of that. And he gained positive too. So it really is a win-win. It's just about what are you going to put your mind on? What are you mm -hmm. going to remember? What do you choose to soak up? Right. So many times those negative things that happen in our world, they, they're really a great lesson for many of us. And sometimes uh, something that's a disappointment in one minute it turns into an opportunity if you just give it a little bit of time. Time can heal all wounds in some way. And sometimes time creates opportunities. <gasps> Isn't that what we're looking for in the real estate market today? Exactly. A little bit of time. We yeah. got to heal this wound, right, of the high interest. Oh, yes. Many stories on that line. We also want to talk on our next segment, Shari Pheasant, about what's happening with luxury home sales across the country. Ooh. Guess which way they're going. We'll tell you after this. Save the date. Nevada State Beekeepers Conference is coming Feb 23 through 25th in Yarrington, Nevada. Learn from the experts with our outstanding lineup of speakers. Attend the workshops to learn everything you'll need to get started as a new beekeeper. February 23rd through 25th, Yarrington, Nevada. For beginners and advanced beekeepers, register at NevadaStateBeekeepers.org. The 2023 Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, February 23rd through 25th in Yarrington, Nevada, the hub of Lyon County. 
If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency. Hi, my name is Brandi Dunbar and I've lived here in Reno my entire life. I've worked for child care for the last 17 years and I just started working at CSA about a year ago and I absolutely love it. Here at CSA, teachers have more time to plan, more time to teach, and more time to play. Call 786-6023. If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 20 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. The articles are outstanding, and the illustrations bring the stories to life. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa. Your Nevada Real Estate Questions with answers from Peter Padilla. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio, and my guest is Shari Pheasant from Horsepower Strategies. We're talking about real estate, all the people that are involved in real estate, some of the challenges that you have when you're interacting with the different team members of a real estate transaction. And we're also looking at the values and the basic... uh, numbers that come from Northern Nevada's Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. But before we get to that, I was reading an article recently in one of the national trades uh, about luxury home sales across the U.S. Shari Pheasant, I don't know if you live in a luxury home. I know I don't, but maybe I do with these prices that are going on today. The headline in this magazine says that luxury home sales are plunging across the U.S. due to inflation, Recession fears, rising interest rates, they're fueling this big slowdown. And California, of all places, has been hit especially hard. A 28.1% year-to-year drop in the volume of luxury home sales in the U.S. They're even much higher in California. It's one of the states that's the most affected by the slowdown, with luxury home sales falling by close to 64% and more than 55% in other areas, from Oakland to San Jose to San Diego. Luxury homes sales, they're plunging. People just don't want to pay that kind of money. And they're right. It's the same things that impact luxury homeowners. Um, They've already impacted the typical three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage homeowner. Right. Well, we're being very cautious about what um, our our nut is to crack every month, right? What are the minimum bills, the basic bills, the Mm -hmm. fixed expenses that we have to pay? And if you're moving into a two, three point or three point five million dollar home, that is a huge amount of money every month. And what happens if you don't work for the same company? What happens if you're a realtor and you're not selling? Um, Do you end up losing your home? And what does that look like? There were a lot of short sales 10 years ago, Shari Pheasant, that involved luxury homes. Everybody from every economic scale got into trouble during the 2007 to 2012 mortgage meltdown that created huge problems for a bulk of the American populace. Peter, didn't we have this, I think there was like this surge of people that wanted to be in the luxury homes, so they bought the luxury home but they couldn't afford to furnish it. So we had like three and four families living in this huge home and you, you open the door and it's like, uh, I feel like I'm in the neighborhood, right? Kind of, didn't that happen? And so is that part of what happened there? 
Does that have anything effect on it? You know, I'm sure that there are a lot of people that have creative ways to close deals and to manage a household. But, uh, yeah, more than one family living in a huge home? Absolutely. In fact, that's one of the tips that we give people to get started on home ownership when they can't pull the trigger uh -huh. on their own is to talk to a brother or a sister or a cousin or another family member and seeing if there's perhaps some way to bring two families into one large house uh, and then at some point both families will either own that house or one will help the other buy the second house after they get into the first house. I mean there's just a lot of creative ways to make it happen but still interest rates and inflation it's impacting every scale of economy and that includes the luxury home sales. And I believe, Shari Pheasant, that's one of the reasons that we're seeing the median home prices come down across the, the country and here in northern Nevada because luxury home sales are included in the median sales prices. Mm. So as that luxury home sales price goes down, it's going to bring the median sales price down, and that is going to encourage buyers, and that's going to tell sellers they have to adjust their price too because this is the new median sales price. So really, in our area, one luxury home sale can change the numbers dramatically. I was just going to say, so now I look at those numbers and I wonder if that 80000 or 70000 we've gone down in the last few months has to do with the luxury homes. Because if you have a $2.3 million home that goes down 60%, that's huge in the numbers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely a, a likely situation and a reason that we are seeing the median sales prices go down. Smaller homes. Homes priced below the median sales price, when they sell at lower prices, that's also bringing the median sales price down. Sure. But when you're talking about a home that's priced two, three, four, five million or more, it has a lot of horsepower when it comes to mm -hmm. impacting the price of homes across the country and here in northern Nevada. $535,000 is our median home price. There were 461 sales closed over the course of the last 30 days reporting period. That's down by more than 22% from last year. So things have slowed down. So how long does it take to get a home into contract if a seller decides to sell it today and the real estate agent pounds that sign into the yard? Well, back in May, it took about seven days. Wow. Today, it's taking more than a month. 38 days is the median days to contract. And since this report, Shari Pheasant, I would imagine it's probably even higher, maybe close to 40 days. We'll find out in about two weeks when we get the next report. Another really important thing that people were looking at when they were looking to buy the homes is how much more they have to offer than the home is being sold for. That sounds kind of contrary, but the reason is because there were so many people lined up to buy homes earlier this year, especially back in May, that people were offering 1%, 2% more than the seller was asking for them just so that these buyers could stand apart from the rest of the buyers in line. And it was happening. Buyers were hitting it big, getting 101%, 102% of ask. And on a million dollar or more property, you're talking about some real cash. Mm -hmm. Today, in October of 2022, the list price received percentage is not 100%. It's actually 98.1%. Sure, it's gone the other way. Almost a 2% discount you can ask for. And in most cases, you're going to get it because that's what's happening in the market. Are the buyers making concessions because of the, inter uh, the interest rate? Is that's that what's happening? Great segue. That's another factor that sellers are having to consider now because there aren't as many buyers for their homes. And with the pricing and with the interest rates where they are, they have to consider how they can help 
prospective buyers close a deal? Because prospective buyers have a lot of obstacles right now, Shari. Not only do we have these extremely high prices, but there is trouble in the interest rate world. Inflation has caused our interest rates on mortgages to go to about 7% as of this point. I mean, it was just a, a year ago we were under 3%. Yes. The amount of payment you have to make on a house of about $535,000, you have to have about a grand more a month than you had needed last year for the same home. That's a big challenge. So sellers have to be aware of what the challenges of the average buyer are. And this is a good time to consider offering to pay for the buyer's appraisal of the home or maybe the inspection. And in many cases, a seller can contribute to the closing costs, which typically run about 3% of the purchase price. That's about fifteen dollars to $20,000 on today's median sales price. So if the seller wants top price for their property, they might want to offer a little incentive. We want this much money. Leave the hot tub. If you, <laughs> if you buy our home, we will pay X number of dollars towards your closing costs. That is a great way to get people to know that you are a hopeful seller, and these buyers need that hope. Well, I love hanging out with you, Peter, because what I've learned too, you know, I'm a businesswoman. Uh, numbers are everything. Every business starts with the financials. Um, however, people first, right? They, that's who makes it all happen. Right. But when you show us these numbers month to month and we track these, we can start to see a trend in the market. And it's not just about one month of numbers. It's like, I love how you go back and then you show compared to last year, because I think it's really important for us to learn the trends to see what's happening and to understand the full picture. Sure. Uh, it, buying a home, primary residence or investment is like any investment. You want to buy low and if you want to sell, you want to sell high. So you want to buy when the prices are low and if you need to sell, you want to sell when the prices are high. So many people, Shari, they do it backwards. They really do. When things are going down, down, down and the prices are low and it looks like there's no excitement or action about a particular investment, home or otherwise, most people just don't even want to think about it because there's no chatter going up. But once prices go up and everybody wants a home and there's a big demand and lots of people in line, that's when the rest of them come in, when prices are high. And that's what happens. If you bought a house in May, I hate to give you some bad news, but your home is probably worth substantially less today than it was just five months ago. If you're going to stay in it forever, what's it matter? Doesn't matter at all. In that okay. Case. But if you're looking at just five months difference. For all of you out there that have just bought a home, I just want to make you happy. You <laughs> bought it for a lifetime of happiness. You're all right. And that's, you have to remember that about real estate. Right. Real estate, it really is about a lifestyle, it's about opportunity, it's about experience. And so sometimes it's really not about the extra 40000 in a 30 year period. Because if you divide that out monthly, it's not a lot. And what goes up must come down. Oh yes, and if you look at the stock market since its inception, you'll see that the stock market has continually gone up and up and up on average every year. And I mean in some years really big. Sure, it had some soft years and some years where it went down, but it goes up over the long term. When you look at a value of a real estate, look at the charts the same way and you're going to see almost the same thing. Real estate values continue to go up and up and up every year on average across the country. Sure, we had some down years, and we're probably going to have some more at some point down the road. But in the big picture, the long term, you could almost be assured that if you have a 30-year mortgage, and if you pay off your mortgage in 30 years, at that end of that 30-year window, you're going to own a lot of equity because your home is probably going to at least have doubled in value 
if not tripled. We've only been in our house for 20 years and it's tripled. Yeah. What a good deal for you and for anybody that bought a home 20 years ago. Can you imagine how happy people are that think, I bought a home 20 years ago. If I was to buy that home now, I couldn't even afford it or wouldn't want to afford it. Mm -hmm. Things change dramatically in the world of real estate. They change dramatically in the economy for a lot of reasons. But they do change, and so that's what you have to be aware of in the world of real estate, and I believe too, Shari, in the world of cooperation and of having a team spirit with the people that you work with. It's to know that change is really the only constant. Change is what you can count on every day. Shari Pheasant, if somebody wants to reach you, talk more about business, talk more about leadership challenges they may be having at work with their employees, with their employer, if they really want to grow a business and take a company to that next level, I think you're the person to talk to. What would be a great way to reach you? A great way to reach me is to go to my website, sharifezen.com, and that is S-H-A-R-I, pheasant, just like the bird, P-H-E-A-S-A-N-T.com, and there's a contact form there. Lovely. Shari Pheasant, you're an awesome person to talk to. Thanks for being with us on the show today. Hope you come back soon. Love being here, Peter. Always fun. And to our guests and listeners, thanks for tuning in. We're on the air again next week. Same time, same station. Tell your friends and family, too, so they can make a great deal when it comes time to buy or sell real estate. Until then, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. You have been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? NevadaRealEstateRadio.com A gratifying career as a CSA Head Start teacher or early Head Start teacher is your chance of a lifetime. Hi, I'm Kara. I'm a teacher here at Early Head Start and Head Start. I've lived here all my life and I love being a teacher. And I love working with my coworkers. My coworkers here are just like my family. I'm happy to be helping the youngest people in Northern Nevada. If you want to be a teacher here at Head Start, you can call us at 775-786-6023. If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 20 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. Natakwa. Natakwa News, the original, entertaining, informative, and historic publication. Natakwa News is a community newspaper with good news, history, travel, and fun. Natakwa News is delivered to the North Slopes of the Sierra Nevada throughout Nevada and California. The articles are outstanding, and the illustrations bring the stories to life. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa. 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 Natakwa.